You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Yes, good evening. My subject matter is the extension of last night's. Um, what you need to know, uh, I want to just introduce uh, my last thing I said yesterday and to continue on with the the basic principle before we get to understanding cancer. The subject today, for the whole hour, and hopefully I can do another hour if people call, and with that problem I can ask them questions, and in those answers I can can reach into them and show them where they went wrong. But meanwhile, I will talk to the rest of the audience uh, because you are going to die, basically, from eating too much. You know, diabetes will kill you. And, And then you've got, you know, how can I say this? You've got diabetes... And then you've got cancer. And those two, I want to talk about that because they both have a similar origin. You'll see, but let me continue this first. You need to see that in order to have real life you need to be a, a watcher. What do I mean by that? A watcher is an observer of his own thoughts. You can begin to realize that the watcher is also being observed. You experience this as conscience and anxiety, and you need to listen to that anxiety and not run from it. It is a spiritual thing. You may be the captain of a ship, but not the builder or the owner, as you might think of yourself to be. Realize this, and you may see the need to take your orders from inside intuitively, not externally. If you will find your way to fill or fulfill this purpose other than your own one that you think of as your own, you will then experience something known as the oneness with God and the inherit a natural governance over your own mind and your own body. Christians call this experience salvation. The problem you now face is that, in a manner of speaking, your ship is controlling you. As the captain, you have lost control and contact with the owner. You have betrayed the trust of your maker. The spirit of betrayal guides you towards the rocks. You are lost without meaning or meaningful goal or destination, emerged in the struggle to solve your problems and tossed and turned and windswept before the wind. You understand what I'm saying here, ladies and gentlemen. Juveniles and crocodiles, please understand this. So, the spiritual betrayal, betrayal, excuse me, guides you towards the rocks, as I said, and you're lost without any meaningful goal or destination except of your own, which is not. And you're immersed in a struggle to solve the problems that you think were the way to go and you're tossed in windswept before the wind. None of your own solutions or goals have any meaning at all. Damned if you succeed, damned if you don't. Now, this is my opening salvo. The point I'm making here is that you do not have control over your own mind and body as you think you do because you haven't got the awareness to show it to you. 
it's the emotional reactions that separates you from being aware as a human being and not just being aware as a monkey. Because that's what really happens. But a monkey is better off because it doesn't have another voice in it like you do in your hypnotized state of emotionality. We'll be right back. foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. You ever heard the word asthma? Yes. yes. And adrenaline. And so I want to talk to you about that later on. But I want to come to the subject of cancer. But I, will, I want to use this subject matter as a similarity because you have an immune system, but with asthma, you have adrenaline, which is also part of a system which I can name. I'm not a great scientist, but I understand these things. You have an immune system, and then you have something that keeps you running and you take it, you know, when you get upset, you get emotionally upset, you, you breathe heavy and you get upset and you breathe more heavy. And I can give you an example of a situation between mother and a son and she nags him and nags him and nags him to do this and nags him to do that. He keeps getting upset. He keeps getting upset and the mother does... And he, he, and the more he tries to deal, deal with the mother, the less of a person he becomes. We're talking about a little boy now. He can't fight his mother. His mother too overprotective, and she, she tries to. She has worry over him, and it really, his worry is all about herself, and not about the boy. But never mind. She keeps on doing this, and the boy gets upset, and upset means adrenaline. See, so when you have a dangerous situation, you, 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 feel, the, you feel the energy, you feel your, your breathing start to, to get stronger, and then you run. But it's only because of the adrenaline. And adrenaline is, 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 the, is the, 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 the origin to make you run faster and, it, and, and give you breath to make it very, very simple. Am I correct? But what if you get, keep getting upset over and over again and, and, and you're losing more adrenaline and losing more adrenaline and using more adrenaline and he's getting angry with his mother and he suppresses it. He may have, he may have a, you know, may collapse and, and have a fit, but let's not do that just yet. Let's continue with the thought. She's still upsetting him. He doesn't know what to say to mother. She res he resents the mother. He, he's got a, a flight and fight attitude. And he's, he's using up the adrenaline. He's using up the adrenaline. He's using up the adrenaline. And so there's no more adrenaline in the nervous as he has that. He can't breathe. And you have to ha take him to hospital. It's the mother that did this and sucked the life out of him. And rushes to her, his rescue, not realizing what she's done. 
Now, what, that's what that got to do with cancer. Well, can't you see? You have an immune system. And if you, if you live, if you keep giving your life to a, 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 a pseudo-mother, if you know what I mean, you give in, you give in. People pressure you, and you don't know how to deal with it. So you give in, and you give in, and you get upset, and you give in, and you give in, and you give in. You try to do the nice thing. You want people to love you. You give of yourself. It's the energy. It's your immune system that is falling apart. You're giving life force, literally transferring life. What am I saying? These two are very similar. It's, it's the energy that's being drained out of you. Have you ever feel tired? How many people have a tired feeling and they can't do anything? And all they feel is tired and tired. Have you ever went in an elevator and, sat, and stood next to somebody and for some reason the tiredness, the, the energy gets sucked out of you? There are people who can just stand next to you and take your energy away. They live off your dying. And mother lives off the dying of her child, but she doesn't know she's doing it. Hey, mom, out there, you stupid woman. How many kids have got asthma? It's you. And get it. It's time to, to shock you into understanding something. And if you don't like what I'm saying, well, give me a call. Okay? Be angry with me if you want to. 800-866-8883. Now, really, I've said everything I need to say. Because there's a certain kind of cancer that it is from the nicest person you ever met. And so you can't believe how this person, be it a man or a woman, but mostly women, in this sense, in this particular example, she wants to love people. She'll give the shirt off her back. And... She, in exchange, she gets love. What looks like love is not. What looks like love is not. She does it to, to, to get her, her, give us a feeling of worth. In other words, damned if she gets the feeling because it lifts her up and makes her feel better. And everybody wants to feel better. Everybody wants to do good. And so you think that when you don't know what good is, when you've lost good, when your parents have pushed you and demoralized you and upset you, and you have a, a especially if you have a, a, a relationship with your mother or your father, especially with mother, a codependency, you call it, she sucks. She sucks. She gives you something and you're going to give her her life. And she, and she rewards you for giving her life. She has no life of her own. You've got to be careful of that, that kind of mother because she'll keep taking the life of you until, until you're 60 years old and she's 90. And she's, and she's in hospital and you go visit her. And you feel compelled while everybody else left her alone and doesn't want to see her. They've understood it. But you are going to be the one that goes to see your mother. And you come into the room. She says, hello, dear. How are you doing? See, you can't help but give yourself to your mother, even when she's dying. And it could be when you come in, she's angry with you. You say, Mom, what's the matter? Why are you angry? You didn't come to see me enough. And the, the dark side of that person if you've ever had a mother like that, or but mostly women, I'm sorry to say, men have, have the same principle, but it works like this with a parent. And everybody else has deserted her, but you haven't, and you think of yourself as a wonderful person. 
How old are you? 60. Are you married? No. I have to take care of my mother. I have to give my life to my mother, but she's dying from cancer. But she's sucking off of you, and you're going to be the next one. Any doctors listening? Hello? Now, let's go. It's a good opening. If you want to call me, please call me 800-866-8883 and call me a liar. Call me stupid if you want to. Hey, Mr. Doctor, don't you understand? Even when you, when you have kids in the school, when you have kids who have cancer, you've got to be careful not to play the role of the mother who looks like she loves the kid, but the little kid gives in to mother because the little kid wants to be, have the love of the mother, but it's the same thing right there. And they're dying from cancer. And, he, and the doctor better be careful because he can actually do the same too much sympathy for the kid. That's what's doing it. It's very subtle. I don't expect you intellectuals to understand this. It's over your head. You're an intellectual. You haven't conquered cancer. I have. I've helped comp- I'm, I'm not saying I did it, but I can provide you with the reasons why you can't you could you could you can actually get better. Please listen. Please listen. Because it's emotional state. It's all emotional states where you get drained of your, your life force. You get drained from these things. Your immune system, your adrenaline, that's just only the beginning of a whole list. I'm Roy Masters. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Have you ever heard anything like this before? Has anybody ever told you this before? Do you understand when, when I, I help you to understand that it's possible that cancer could be a thing of the past, and especially asthma? If you stupid idiots out there, if you get angry with me, I warn you, I warn you, if you get angry with me, you will slowly die. Because, you see, I'm not a, an ordinary person. I want you to be an extraordinary person like myself. Extraordinary doesn't mean to say I'm smart. It means I have love for my Creator who gives me all the energy I need. The more He, he loves me, the more I can love you. The more I love you and I wake you up, the more you appreciate me, the more I appreciate God helping me to help you. You need to see what the problem is, and you have to be willing to see the problem. The observer has become hopelessly entangled up with thought. You, as the observer of yourself, has been lost, and you are full of what is coming up to you in the form of pleasure, of appreciation, of love, which isn't love. You become, if you're becoming addicted to appeasing, it's like the, the appeaser, the appeaser, the person who gives you, recognizes your appeasement and giving yourself to them will love you for that. They won't only encourage you, but they'll be eating you slowly but surely, eating your substance because you can take the substance out of the soul. There's invisible forces. There's evil souls. There's evil and good. And if you, uh, if you are subject to the pressures of your, uh, your early in your early years towards your mother or your father, it continues to go on to, to other people to whom you can say no. You cannot say, you can't say no. You can only say yes. You can't, you, you can resent the fact that you're giving of yourself. And after a while you think giving of yourself is the right thing. And pretty soon you start the giving of yourself even though it's not wanted from you. And so you've got to be careful you only have so much of yourself to give, and that's your uh, and that's your that's your asthma, your, your your adrenaline, and your immune system, 
I'm giving you just two stewards, two, just two of them. There are others, but other illnesses that come under this this connection. You're standing in a in a in a, a, a elevator, and a person stands next to you who's strong, who is a a, a, a tyrant, who is a sucker. It sucks you just by standing next to them. You can feel it. How many of you are tired all the time? It's the it's the loss of life. You understand that it, it turns into diseases. If you lose your if you lose your adrenaline, you can't breathe. Don't you see? And you can survive by having, you know, sprays and things like that. But that's not the thing, way to do it. You need to forget your mother. I say, it's your parents that does this. As it begins with your parents. The parents love your children too much. But it isn't love. It is a need of life that was lost to them when they were children. And when I mean that, by, by that I mean uh, your mother may have been angry, I mean, been abused, and she says to herself, when I grow up, I'm not going to be like my mother. I'm going to love my children, not knowing what love is, having resentful towards them. Your mother, you've lost the whole concept of what love is. And there's a little voice inside you that says to every woman, when I grow up, I'm going to be the best mama I ever have been, and I'm going to do nice things for my children. You're going to spoil them rotten. And one of them robbery rebel. Let's say you've got two. You might get both of them, but one of them will give in. And give in and can't say no. How many of you can't say no to somebody? Well, like you're going to die from a disease of giving your life away. Because you can't say no. Because if you say no, you can't do it. Because you can't say no. Because it's compulsive. You need the person's security. You need the person's approval. You've been codependent. You were dependent on the bully. If somebody screams at you and you get upset, they imprint you with themselves. And the, themselves in you look to the bully, the equivalent bully as you go through life, and you pacify yourself. You give in to them, hoping that to, to keep from fighting a war and uh, ho hoping that they will love you if you give in. You feel they'll give in with a pull. Don't you feel the give in with the pull? Watch the pull. Watch it. When you're in a situation, watch that pull. So when you see somebody pulling on you, being nice, don't get rude. Just watch the pull and say, no, thank you. You understand that? So I don't have the, my screen, so I don't know if anybody's calling. But somebody needs to call and, and say to you, if you're a doctor... Please call me and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Then I ask you, do you know what you're talking about? It's not a medical problem, it's a spiritual problem. Asthma is a spiritual problem. It's, it comes from re overreacting and becoming subject to the approval of the person that has done it to you. And they're living off your dying. They don't know that, that your mother isn't worth that. They don't understand. They, don't, they think they're loving you, and they're killing you, but they don't see it, and they try to rescue you and do all the nice things. And please, please Mom, you don't please a bit, don't do, do, do this, Mother. She does it anyway. She rushes him to the hospital, and he's dying from cancer. And the doctors are doing it. Now, I'm not all the doctors. Some of the doctors are so, so more uh, supportive in a better way. And that's what the cure is. It's the doctor that understands, that is kind to this, the child and doesn't play the part of the mother. He's just calm 
and patient, and the child gets better. And it's not the medicine. The medicine can keep him alive until that relationship is purified. See? So if you are listening to me, Mr. Doctor, please call me, because you may have somebody in your own home that's dying from cancer, and you can't cure them. And I know how I can if they listen. That doesn't mean to say that I can do it, because it isn't me. I'm almost, all I do is bring you back to the origin of your existence, which is God. Clear. I bring you back. I, I try to awaken you from your sleep, the sleep that leads to death, the sleep to not realize that you're dreaming, and you think that you, when you're loving, you are loving. No. When you can't say no and you go along and you, you appease the appeaser, you are giving your life force up and they're eating you. And it's a, it's a spiritual thing because evil is not material and God is not material. So there's two sides. There's the will of the world and the will that created the world. And he is inside you. And the dark side wants to take you away. But it comes through, but what you're experiencing in every family is what I'm talking about to some degree. If you, if you are, are too nice to your children, you appease them and give them what they want, you have a problem. One children, one child will obviously run because he feels a pull and he feels demoralized. You see, he doesn't know how to get away from the mother except being angry and run. But he's taking something wrong with him with him. It's the anger. He can't get away if he's angry. And I'm asking you to turn, not to, if you want to go see your mother in hospital or father in hospital, make sure you do not feel the pull. You just make sure that you're calm. You may find that she gets very angry. You don't love me. Yes, I do, Mother. I do love you. But I don't love you with a feeling. Because you've been robbing me of feelings all the time and you never knew it. I'm not blaming you. You didn't know what you were doing it. What do you mean, son? She gets angry. I said, calm down, Mother. You need, If you did everything calm like this and never get upset, you may be able to bring her out of the sickness in a matter of hours, you see, it all will come back. Your immune system, adrenaline, comes back by itself. But when parents overdo their love, etc., etc., like that, it drains the children until they die. And they need medicine. And the stupid doctors... You know what's wrong with them? They, they don't know. They haven't. They they believe in medicine. I believe in medicine to keep you long enough to hear the truth about it's not the cure. See, medicine's not the cure. It just keeps you alive, hopefully, so that the value of that is to live long enough to see the mistake, and then all of a sudden you don't need it anymore. Can you see the danger I, I represent to the medical system? 95% of the problems can be solved. 95% have a root in what I just said. All right. I've got a half an hour left. Who wants to call me? 800-866-8883. Who identified with what I say? I'd love to talk with you. I won't be mean, I promise you. I just have to be strong about this and kick your butt a little bit in a nice way. My name is Roy Masters. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 
Yes, it's nice to one of my, the producers just called me. I've known him for a long, long time since he's a little boy. And he's a producer in Talk Radio Network. Oh, it's actually, it's not, it's the, it's just the network. It's got a different name now. But he says, I, I, I never realized this. He's listening to the program. And he says, this is it. And he'll get better from this because he's got other problems intermingled with it. It's not just having asthma or whatever. There's other, other things, other illnesses creep in. So you might not die from, uh, from, from um, what I was saying, how was I was saying it. You may not die from not having enough um, adrenaline, for example. You may not die from that. And your immune system, you may not die the way I described it just a little while ago. But other diseases come in and kill you before you get sucked dry. And it's called cancer. And so you may have other diseases before that because you have no, no um, substance left immune system left to to overcome it and you take medicine but it, you keep going on the same path because you don't understand that your reaction to people where you can't say no when, when it, there's also a point where you can say no and get very angry but then you will become one of those people who suck on other people there's only two there's only two roles you can play but there's a there's a role you can play if you don't have be angry, and you don't give in, not an appeaser, to a bully. And it could be a sweet bully, like a loving mother, but she's still a bully. And she's sucking the life out of the kids and taking them to hospital. And then getting angry, he doesn't get any better, and tries to be nicer, and and be nicer, because she's missing something, in her own lifetime, and take and taking life from the small children by being too, too loving, and creating codependency, and if you live, you will become codependent, and give yourself give your life forces to the people who irritate you, or humiliate you, or even love you, not knowing that what the love is doing is is sucking that away from you and making you worse. There's a true love, and I'm speaking to you with this true love. Now, would you, speak, would you please consider what I'm saying? Get a copy of this program. I don't have the number of it. What's the number? Because I, I don't have it on my screen. The number of this program is 8940, if you want a copy of it. Pay us all. You call 800-877-3227. 800-877-3227. Support my program, please, will you? And I apologize if I have to be so strong, but I have to be. Otherwise, you don't get it. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-888. Hello, this is Roy Masters. I just want to continue my thoughts. Um, what I'm talking about is is painful. I don't want to go over what painful is because it will take me another half an hour and I, I have to talk to those who listened to me the last half an hour and you can listen to the program on my on my website, archived. So you can do that and share it with your friends if you want to. But you've got to see what the problem is. You can't say no. In this, You have to understand when you can't say no, you have no life. Yes, you can be loved, and you can make that love can make you feel tingly, 
and makes you feel good and will say, what a wonderful person that is to love me this way. But you see, we do not know what love is. We don't know what love really is. Actually, we, you know, you, you don't love when you love drugs, when you love sex too much. That isn't, that's a lust. And everything that is addictive is taking the life out of you. So the pusher arises to the pushover. And, and how does the pusher rise up? Did you know I have never had anybody approach me with drugs? Never. How do you figure that? They sense it from a mile away. See? And so, so when the, let me just get myself together here for a moment, so that the drug pusher is attracted to your hunger of love. Another, the dope dope pusher is in love. He loves the dope, doesn't he? You are a bloody dope when you're, you, that's what you are, a stupid dope. And you, you've got to see it. Now, if I, if I was with you, you might slug me in the face, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't, you'd lose out with that one too. Excuse me, putting it this way. I'm putting everything on the, on the, on the, on, for you to see. You, you, you have a, problem with drugs? Well, what are you doing? You're calling upon the worst in human nature. Is that correct? You are calling? You have actually sent a signal. Kill me. See? Make me feel better. Make me, lift, lift me up and make me think I'm a better person. That's what it's saying. And it's calling to the devil if you don't mind me putting it that way. So what you're doing is turning the person who's a pusher, giving him power to eat you, eat your life. And pretty soon you become less and less and less, and he becomes more and more powerful, rotten. And rotten people run, run wild in the country. It, it's, you, know, you know, you've only got two choices. You become a bully or a coward, you see. And so the, if you ask, a, if you ask a, a bad guy, a gang leader, why do you do this? He says, I've only got two choices. I can, be the, the, I can be the appeaser or the bully. I'd rather be the bully. I get something for that. It's my life. That's it. That's how they come bullies, because you're cowards. Every bloody one of you. Every one of you who is addicted to something is, is, has that weakness. Whether it's eating too much, drinking too much, drugging too much, sexing too much. It's all addictions. And it, you turn your wife, you turn, sir, you turn your wife into a whore. That's what you do and she senses it. But you're married. So therefore, in your marriage bed can't be corrupted, can it? Yes, it can. It's not true what the preachers tell you. If you if you have lust instead of love, you're using, you're taking the life of your wife, and she'll hate you for it. Or she feels so angry in her hatred, she feels guilty, and she guilts her to give you some more of herself. And she dies from a disease which is on the way to cancer. Because lots of diseases on the way to cancer. And then you got you got problems with, you know, with your food. And your food is connected to a long list of people who are addicted to the sense, the sense, of, sense of the feeling that food gives. The, te- the, the lift, it's not just ordinary energy like it should be. It, it, it is a sense of worth. Oh, this tastes so good. 
I have to have some more. Oh, I have some more. So you're 500 pounds, you stupid witch. Excuse You understand what a stupid person you are? You're looking to, to, looking to food. And what's behind food? Paradise lost. As especially food is the biggest drug of all. You get diabetes. You die from diabetes. Your legs will fall off. And even while you're dying, even while you're even while you're while you're dying, you're eating more, because you 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 have that anxiety, and 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 and, and it can, food is the reason why you feel anxiety. You're not a drug addict, but you're a food addict, and that's even worse because it connects you to the dark side of the first more than all the others put together. I see fat people everywhere, and when I came to America. The streets were full of gracious people. I, many, 70 years ago, almost 70 years ago, America was gracious, polite, and there was always, on, this, on each side, there was, you know, there was cruelty, of course, but mostly Americans were decent. And so, you know, now, who's the name of the caller? Oh, Stacy! Hello, Stacy. You're just in time. Are you there? I'm here, Roy. It's hello, Stacy. Yes. What can I do for you? Um, well, I have um, some a couple of ailments that I wanted to talk to you about. All right. Um, did you, did, you, did you did did you understand where you might be? It, it, how it relates to you? Did you actually see anything any relationship to what I said? Uh, I just barely caught the last part of what you said. Oh, I, I see. All right, fair enough. But I have I have listened to you before, um, and I'm just trying to figure out how I can move forward um, with the conditions that I'm that I'm working what, on right what, now. What, what is the name of the condition? Um, it's called. I <laughs> remember the name. Um, Oh, I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, uh, is it Skyberius? Oh. Is it Skyberius of the Bongo? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> might just as well be. It might as well. It's called diabetes insipidus, but it's not regular diabetes. Who? Say what that again. It, say, say it again. Diabetes insipidus. Oh, it was insipidus. It means it's it's not actual diabetes. What it is is that I have something in my brain that is not telling my kidneys to stop urination, for example. So I'm constantly in a state of dehydration and I have to take medicine so that I'm not constantly urinating and drinking gallons and gallons of water to compensate for it. I see. And, you know, and I have to be on the medication. And yeah, I have but they don't it. know what it is. What are they giving you? What are they giving you as medication? What do they understand as the root of the cause? Do they understand the root of the cause, yes or no? Not entirely, because I haven't had the MRI. They just know that something is, I either have a small tumor but, in my pituitary gland. Yeah, but how did, if you find something with an MRI, it's got to be something abnormal. You weren't born abnormal, so something Correct. abnormal is going along in your young years. And Correct. you want to know, how, so how is that? Now, I'm going to I'm going to say this is, there's a certain... Let me start very, very simply. You, how much emotion do you have? How much, how much emotion do you? How much frustration do you have? There's some form of frustration, and there's either a form of frustration which can also be a form of frustration when you be when you, when you are appeasing somebody. When people are cruel to you, then the cruelty gets inside you, and you, and you, you. You push it down so you don't see it, and it's yeah. but 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 it's taking. In other words, it's taking you away from natural growth. In other words, you're beginning to move and have your being from being upset, and so you have right. to be upset to function, and mm-hmm. and and that instead of making you better, is creating a problem because animals you're becoming an animal in conflict with your human. In other words, something's going wrong, something is blocking. Well, uh, I don't know how to say it any better than that. It all has to do with loving too much 
That's called appeasement and giving up your life. And it invites every kind, it, in other words, every kind of illness and disease, 95% of it has to do with being disconnected from God and be and been been and connected to that which has seduced you from a very small child mm-hmm. it could start right there it mostly starts with parents being impatient with their children or loving them too much or being a bully and losing their patience see and yeah. thinking that losing their patience well they can't help lose your patience you lost your control and then you've lost you then you're effect, infecting your children with what you are. See, and you either become a bully, the, the person will rebel and become a bully because he's not going to be an appeaser like his mother, or you're going to be an appeaser, you're going to become what your mother's made you. You're going to be an appeaser. In other words, you're going to love, and when you love, you're going to be a appeaser, and when you get a appeaser, you'll feed on somebody else. And this is, oh. it's, the, it's the fuel that... It is the fuel, that's the wrong kind of fuel from emotion that's going to kill you. And if you can change the fuel over to being still and finding your way back to paradise lost in a Jesus-like way, to be still mm-hmm. and know I am God. You have to know the meaning of what stillness is. And if you go to my meditation, it doesn't cost any money. Just seven-minute meditation. Give it a try. I will show you how to find your way back to your Creator where you're no longer angry with your mother and father for failing, for they know not what they do, whether they're bullies or causing or appeasers and loving appeasers and stealing your life force. See, and, and one of your family will be stuck with that mother until she dies because she can't get enough of your life force. And then the ch- the child no, or the oh, the, the overgrown. You're saying is spot on. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, um, I, I I am doing your meditation currently, and. Um, well, could you tell I, me why I'm spot on? Where am I spot on? Um, appeasing and having resentment and frustration. It's feeling guilty and then turning back to appeasement again. Right. As if that was the cure. It's not. It's the disease. Right, and it and therefore, it's not necessary. It could be a disease in itself, where you die from cancer. You see, but it's also a disease that lets other sicknesses in, and you can't you can't deal with it because you're giving up the energy. Okay, so I, I didn't mean to jump in. I just want to make sure that that between your health. And cancer, there's a whole wealth of different diseases that get to you before you die from cancer. But eventually you will. 50% of Americans die from cancer. And they may get better with medicine, 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 but medicine is not the cure. It isn't the cure. It it will keep keep you alive long enough sometimes to be able to say, oh, I see what's wrong to wait till you see your hair, Roy, Roy Masters on the air. Oh, my, see, I didn't realize this. I don't need all that medicine anymore. Thank you. But look what's going to happen. I guarantee you, if I'm saying speaking to you right now, I have had 50, 55 years of me- media pressure and doctors who think I'm crazy. But now doctors are beginning to understand. I know more about medicine than they'll ever know. I've helped cure, help cure, not me. I don't cure anybody, but it's within me. I bring you to what's in me. I bring you to that in you. That's all I'm doing. You need to forgive your mother and father and let them go. And Jesus cries out the very last moment, the very last thing he says, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That is true. The average person does not see that he's not himself anymore, and he's no longer living off the life that God gives you. He's living off the life of others, or he's, give, he's, he's providing his life to others, and they, either way, they both die. I feel See? like I'm giving my life off 
to have, yes. I, I don't know, to be attentive to other people, but not to myself. And I see um, you, but you you're have, di- but that's death. That is death. It's your idea. You, you, I know you're a good person. I know you're a decent person, but you're mis, 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 I can't find the word for it. But you've mis, been mis, I don't, can you finish the word for me? Because I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forget words all the time lately. You yeah, do, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you made me feel better now. <laughs> now I'm addicted to you. We'll be uh. right back. <laughs> Don't go away. Hey, Stacey, what did you learn from me today? Could you put it in your own words, please? Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that giving my attention to pleasing other people, yes, it separates me from God. From, from God. Yes, right. And be- because of that, I feel depleted. I feel exhausted. I get sick. I get resentful. That's right. I feel, I, I just feel lost. <laughs> so and, now, go ahead. Yeah. And, and, and then I try to make up for it in various ways that, that never really succeed. It's um, all the same, isn't it? It's all the same over and over. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And it feels like I'm stuck on a loop. Every day is like the same day. Yeah, but um, but you're gonna you you do know you're gonna die from that if you don't break it. But it's so simple. What you need is your Creator. What you need is the Jesus person, and not ordinary humans. Doctors, right. psychiatrists do not understand this. I and, learned uh, that. Yes, I they don't that. understand it, and, and they're gonna give you medicine, and it will keep you alive long enough to figure it out for yourself. And I'm glad you listened to my program today, because what is it? If you mind, don't mind me interrupting. What is it you mean by um, living long enough to figure it out? What is the figuring? Well, out? We, we, we all make sins. We all make mistakes. We come into the world as as innocents. We have intuition when we come into the world. If you look at little go- kids, they're bright and they're intuitive, but so intuitive. They get to a certain stage, they can see the craziness of their own parent, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to deal with it. And when the mother sees that, she's, a, she's, a, she's like Isis, a sort of mm-hmm. a variation of Isis. She begins to be resentful towards the, the brilliance of her own child. Right. And she, 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 makes, she, she, upsets, she gets upset because there's something dark in her that is affected and, and, and affected by the beauty of the child that she isn't anymore. And she does not know she's doing it. She has no idea that that, that the relationship... The part, right? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Isn't that right? Right. You said that everybody, everybody is not themselves. Not yeah. true to themselves, so they become something else. From the dark side of the force they grow. Well, and they how, suck on how, each other. How long... I mean, I feel like I've been, I, I feel like the more I do the meditations, I'm realizing I haven't been myself for a very, very, very long That's time. That's right. That's right, dear and lady. It's, it's really weird. It's like I feel like I'm waking up from a dream. Yes, you and, are. Yes, you are. <laughs> and yes, you I are. sometimes feel real. And now that I'm starting to feel real as a self that I don't, that I used to be, like an innocence, a nobility, a a virtuousness that I yes, have yes. forgotten a while ago. Yes. Um, I told you you've always had it. You just have yeah. to return to it. Let me give you a scripture. Unless you become as a little child again, you shall no way enter the kingdom of God. So you, you oh. had it all along. That's why you can oh. recognize Roy Masters 
all I'm doing is awakening you and making you remember who you really are, not what you became. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's the first time I've interpreted, uh, felt that scripture that, that's redemption. resonated that, with me that way. That's what redemption awaits for yeah. you before you were born. So that's why we're here. That's why we're born. That's why yes. we live. Is, yes, to see the mistake of life. Uh, but you can't help but carry forth what was done unto you by your parents, and your parents had it had your great parents and the great great parents and the great 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 all the way back to paradise lost through one man's right. sin and death through sin spread to the human race. Bing. Yeah. And you'll get born into you, but you're still born. But this time, you can't say a baby is guilty of anything. Right. It, it, they have that intuition. Every one of them. Every single one has intuition, and the parents do not know how to deal with it because they become the thing they hated. Right. And and so you've got to be careful that you don't don't overreact and get married and find yourself standing in your own parents' shoes. Yeah. Okay. You're not not married, are you? You're not married? I am. (laughs) You are? Yeah. But you're going to be a better mother now. For the most part, it's a really, really beautiful marriage, um, and it's it's through finding you again. I, I actually spoke to you a couple of years ago, and you helped me let go of some resentment I had to my mom, and and changed a lot. Um, and then I kind of lost track of sticking with the meditations, and um, but I should tell you, I I recently started listening to you again, um, just before uh, I think it was in October or November or something, and. It's I I don't know how to explain this, um, but when I started doing the meditation, even my political views changed. <laughs> At a um, go, that is what I, I do. That is what I don't know the how to it, it's That's the extra. Where I go now, I feel like I don't even like the same things that I used to like. I don't even. I, I feel and I feel drawn to just much better things that I that I was drawn to as a little girl and, uh, and I feel protection. I feel protective of America and I didn't, I haven't felt that since I was little. I I feel a lot of things changed since I started meditating and yeah. Uh, Let me say something to you. Okay. Within a month at the most, your problems will disappear. Forget it. Don't worry about it. Just let it go. Let it heal itself. Let the light of truth that you see uh, wash away emotional states and appeasement to the wrong kinds of people. Do you see? And that's all there is. Even disease needs energy. No more give it. Don't give it energy. Just... If you have the problem of it and it bothers you, don't get don't get angry with it. Okay, hey, that's all. Okay, and let it go, Thank and you. it will take care of itself. You sweet little thing, you are. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Roy. You're welcome, my dear lady. This program is eighty nine forty. If you want to get a copy of it, fhu.com, and also. And the phone number is 800-877-3227. Those two arguments I made about diabetes and cancer, anathema and so on and so forth, the principle itself is, is the cure, understanding it. And when you understand it, you're living life in the wrong way, looking for people, love in all the wrong places, people, places, and things. You're going to be free, and you won't need a doctor anymore. All goes away, heals by itself. That's all. God bless you. Support my program, Post Office Box 1000, Rats Pass, Oregon, 97528. Have a good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.